Welcome once again to another episode of To Be Continued. It's your boy, C-Ham, and you can't spell champion without it. Alongside my illustrious co-hosts. I already did the rap. You already got what you got for Christmas and Hanukkah and Kwanzaa <laughs> and whatever. Already came I, already, I already said the rap in the beginning, right? Yep. All right, so you know what it is. It's the Batman who lasts. He who finishes first finishes last. And I came through maybe with Red Death and the Flash. I know I remixed the last verse, but, you know, all that shit just came, you know, all that. You know, whatever. That's whatever. Who else we got with us? General. General. <laughs> general. <laughs> the general. And, of course, on the other side of our beautiful interscope, we have the mustache himself. Go ahead and introduce yourself. Maddie Marty McFly McLachlan over here sporting the mustache. Mm-hmm. Uh, Major Mustache McLachlan. <laughs> Major Mustache McLachlan. Word. I feel like I should have like the DJ horn. It's Triple M. Triple M is back. Oh, man. That was so great. Sex move no one wants ever. Yo, that's that's crazy. Yeah. Oh, man. See, I love the way we're starting it off already. Right. What an amazing way to start the show. Thank you once again for being here with us. It's his second time for those that are avid followers of the podcast. So, uh, yeah, let, 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 let people know a little bit about what you do, my friend. Yeah, man. Um, geek, geek by trade, uh, writer by profession, um, knowing, basically being... Batman Encyclopedia. Yes. I, I write for uh, Spoiler Magazine, which is a Comic-Con-based magazine that's uh, currently digital, coming out once this world stops burning for a bit. And uh, everything sarcastic and humor, and that's me. Amazing. Amazing. Our Goer, last chat. Goer of foods, goer of gyms. Uh, <laughs> goer of goer gyms. And wearer of great wrestling shirts. Oh, God. I need more. Hopefully that... That's kind of my thing is uh, I love getting like the one thing like the ECW or the Batman. That's how everyone knows me as a Batman guy. I had one Batman shirt and everyone's like, you like Batman. And that I've just been gifted almost every Batman thing ever. So now I'm just like, cool. So now I just need to wear my ECW shirt. And now, you know what? oh, cool. What size shirt do you wear, my friend? Small, small until um, I eat too much and then it shrinks and then I... And then <laughs> I'm gonna send you. I'm gonna send you a sweet wrestling tee. I love that. I'm gonna do that for you because I have those that know me. As you can see, I love that. I have billions of t-shirts. That's kind of like just my jazz. That's your thing. Yeah, I love graphic tees of any sort, whether it's about comic books, video games, anime, especially. That's probably my biggest collection of graphic tees. I'm gonna send you a battering, but it's gonna be a mustache. <gasps> I mean, it, wait a minute, wait a minute. Is there a patent on that? Because we need to like a battering. We might be in business here. We own our business, so the stash ring. We've already the stash ring. Let me write that down in my notebook. Stash ring. Stash ring. The, the superhero who takes off the mustache and throws it, <gasps> and it like <laughs> yeah. And it doesn't even hurt them. It just gives them a mustache. No, it's like a oh. it's like a phantom mustache that comes off his mustache. It's like unlimited. It's like <laughs> not like, a, like gambit kind of. But yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And if the stash is on you, it can grow like hair and then can <laughs> like just hang with you. Yeah, you can you can eventually be like cousin it too. Yeah, like, okay, or, you, or, you, or, you, or you can learn how to harden it 
and stuff like that. Walk with it? Yeah. <laughs> it holds you up while it's walking? Yeah, on some wild shit. They show up to get him out of retirement, and he's like, the mustache has grown down to like his knees. And he's got <laughs> Word. He's got the most amazing Fu Manchu you've ever seen. It's in like your on life. some Pai Mei shit. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, Matt, let us into your world a little bit. What has been going on with you since we last spoke? I know the coronavirus hit us hard and, uh, you know, some harder than others, but. Sure did, man. Uh, let, us, I, let us know what's going on. I have been just. Unfortunately for uh, everyone else around me, I can't sympathize too much because the world of writing is already what uh, coronavirus is, where I'm just like, oh, yeah, I'm just going to stay home. Are you telling me I don't have to go to that event tonight because I'm not allowed? Cool. I'll just get work done. Yeah. I've been finishing um, some some, uh, plays and short uh, screenplays and... um, doing some more articles for this the spoiler magazine and, and just just brainstorming ideas and uh working every single day doing that and uh trying to get trying to get uh representation and stuff so it's just kind of hustling and and mm-hmm. getting stuff out out and about i just started a new play oh um, actually what kind of play you working on uh dude it you guys you guys will be excited it's perfect timing yeah. just i'm i'm basically writing um a Batman play. Oh, okay. Oh, shit. Not Batman, but it's like my own. Um, Our detective punch you in the face. Give me answers. My own vigilante uh, with their own like Joker like villain. Um, Juicy. And it's basically the villain kidnaps um, all the like top billionaires in the world and, uh, you know, kind of does what we wish could people could do is like distribute their money so basically they're doing all the good stuff whereas like the vigilante mm. oh i like that that's I great have, i currently have all the, the one taste i'll give you is i'll currently have i currently have a scene where he's doing the like where are they type thing <laughs> yes stabs uh the guy's hand to the table and he can't where so he's just stuck there and he's just yelling and i'm just like i'm fucked up this is great though mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, mm-hmm. I'm happy and they're like and my friend's like, this is a movie? I'm like, no. <laughs> no, it's a play. No. Like, so that's that's currently what I'm... What I'm yeah, it'd be crazy if it was a musical. <laughs> Twirling yeah. around the stairs. <laughs> <laughs> and, <laughs> and then can can I have a, like a complimentary line where he says, holy fuck, you stabbed me in my hand. Swear to me. <laughs> so it was like a double on, you know? Yeah, oh, I know. Oh, oh my right. god, that would be so great! So yeah, was, you know, I like I like that. That's cool though. That's mad cool. Yeah, it's it's um, a world I obviously know a lot about, and something that's important of of my. Because you know how many times during all of this, I'm just like, God damn it! I just why can't can we just kidnap these people and fix the world? Like, can we just? Mm-hmm. They have more people have more money. The top ten people, the richest people have more money than the lowest 50% of the world. I'm like, yes. That's how it popped in my head. I was like, oh, I'll just make a play about superheroes about that. Perfect. Oh, I like done and done. Yeah. Yeah. I like your style, man. I knew this guy was one of us from the first time we spoke. (laughs) Comic books is really about, it's really about like, "Mm, you know, this comic book real, right? What do you mean? Like when you go outside and you look at current events and Mm -hmm. what's happening, I feel yeah. like that's over so many people's heads, like how 
of much of an impact on comics and just like media in general that the current population and what's going on in the world is. I think people underestimate like the power of actual cartoons because Mm -hmm. it was used in propaganda, especially in posters to like, you know, pitch war and, you know, Mm -hmm. rally up, you know, morale and shit like that. And even like when you watch your old school cartoons like Bugs Bunny and all that other shit, it had like, messages inside there for sure a lot of a thought adult theme that's our thought Atholtheon. sure before it became all just marketing you know for sure yeah uh i mean even still like it still has those agendas but like sure. even more personified because you allow it to you allow it to be you you just allow it to happen so once you allow that level to happen what else will you allow i hear that Mm. Uh, yeah, uh, I, I was doing a lot of research on that actually about um, propaganda with comic books and, and how <laughs> that, I mean, that's almost all all it was. It was just a way to get yeah. youth, you know, from like the ground up. Of, it, like, it looks whimsical and colorful. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, yeah, I mean, for Captain America's first issue had him punching Hitler, for God's sake, you know, that was, that was the very first thing. So, you know, get um, American and <laughs> even if. Even Murphy. if you take it into a uh, into the wrestling and wrestling landscape too, they always have yeah. the great American hero versus you know the Iron Sheiks of the world. It, uh, yeah, it always has that kind of undertone to it. That's a good point. I never thought about that. Yeah, like wrestling psychology is one thing that I, yeah. I relate a lot of things in life to wrestling. It's really weird for someone who's never ever been in an actual ring and wrestled a day in their life. <laughs> but like, I just understand it as an art form more than I think most people do because it really is that. Yeah. It's like, it's two, it's two people that yes, they are hugely athletic individuals, but they are actors to a degree because they're putting on a performance together. More so, more yeah. I mean, you get, you got people bitching and moaning about doing a, uh, you know, filming one day on set and like, God, it was so weird rigorous and I'm oh god move my neck this way like 40 takes I'm like these people are jumping yeah 30 feet off of things onto people 300 and they performing it too but I mean you you, you look at you look at people like Hulk Hogan where he he's he's what is he saying like I don't know how many like 14 back surgeries Mm -hmm. from doing the leg drop so much just unreal and um And I also think the storytelling too is, is underrated mm-hmm. of like, you know, I, you know, I'm, I'm one of those assholes who sits in a room and write it and then they have to go put their body through hell. But it's, um, it's crazy that they, they use so much, uh, politics and propaganda and, mm-hmm. and psychology through psychology for sure. It's, um, I mean, you're going to get me watching wrestling again. Dude, it, <laughs> Like, if you've never watched Lucha Underground, have you ever heard of that? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Please watch watch a little bit more of that because it's very story-driven. It's almost like... Novella. A, yeah, it's like a telenovela with wrestling. Yeah. What did, I, I saw, I mean, this might hurt your heart. Uh, it was like, uh, professional wrestling is just redneck anime. <laughs> oh, my goodness. I totally understand. It might be that. It might be that. It definitely it might be that. I mean, yo, I'm having a really funny. difficult time arguing that. Like they have a, they have that a Seth funny. Rollins Jesus Christ angle. Yeah, like, that's and it is ridiculous, phenomenal. It is. Yeah. It really is because he's like, 
it's like obvious, but it's like I feel like the storytelling within that is because of the fiend affecting people in different ways, bringing mm-hmm. out themselves, and then it thus carries on a storyline within a storyline. You know what I mean? Like you would have never gotten that character without the fiend. Without the fiend, mm-hmm. and it had to follow an actual wrestling universe. I like that. Or WWE is getting back to that. Yeah. For the longest time, I felt like they were lacking a story-driven element that we could follow the each continuity. week. Yeah. That's what I loved. That's how I was like, oh, yeah. crap, last week, Triple H mm-hmm. through this thing, and then that, you know, now that's, here's the, the, co- you know, the cause and effect and the result, and then you, from that, you then have the, you know, the cause. They're being very thorough and very consistent. Like, I can yeah. tell you that I've been very impressed with WWE. Not with their games, though. We're going to talk about that on another time. <laughs> but, the, yeah. The newest game is terrible. But, yeah. But, yeah, like, as far as, like, them promoting Raw and SmackDown and NXT and them pushing the narratives of storylines and what's happening and how they're actually playing off. I think they're about to unify the tag team. Right. But just to say, like, in general, like the continuity of all the storylines, it just works to a point where it just like you actually do remember what happened last week and you want to tune on to Raw or to SmackDown make sure to make sure mm-hmm. the continuation of, yo, they got this crazy Roman Reigns storyline right now. I love of everybody's <gasps> dreams, like every, what everybody wished for. They got it. And it's the, one of the craziest storylines ever. I just Did they split right the now. Usos? Huh? Are the Usos split? Uh, I'm not too I sure. I caught a clip, but it was only Jay Uso by itself yeah, doing he can, stuff. He compete. He he wrestled against. He has he had a, he had a match at champion. He had, he has a match at Class of Champions with Roman Reigns for the Universal Championship. That's why it is very much like live comic books in my mm-hmm. yes mm-hmm. yeah as close as you can get to just doing that in real life because as far as the story and I mean think about every issue it ends and it comes out once a month pretty much. Yeah. So you, uh, like if you're lucky, um, so you want to end on a cliffhanger to bring them back a month later. Yep. And you'll read exactly. it too, uh, to, to get, I mean, I can't tell you how many, sto- how many comic series that I've, I've read up until current, waited two years, reread and whatever. Mm-hmm. But I, every single time, more and more, I'm like, God damn, they, they have me turning the page. So when I remember when I, I think when when WWE was almost at its peak with that, where I was like, I was like, oh my God, like, holy crap, I have to turn it to the next week. I have mm-hmm. to see, you know, if they can finally beat Undertaker and Big Show, which mm-hmm. BT dubs, no one beat those. No two. one. Nope. No one. Unbeatable. But, but it was just unreal to see that storytelling and, I, and and that gets in your subconscious too because i think about that now i'm like where did i learn you gotta like leave them with little, oh crap i learned that from wrestling wrestling, I from wrestling before comic books i think yeah man i i, I say it, it all the time wrestling wrestling gets tons of credit from me <laughs> yeah yeah i mean it's silly and it's for you know but it's <laughs> also when you look at it at the act like what people are actually doing yes same as comic books of like Sure, both you can say are for kids, but my God, that's that's the story. If they if wrestling got more back back towards uh, the storytelling aspect, I think you look at it and be like, no, look, mm-hmm. this is, yeah, yeah, they're finally finally getting back to that. I'd say, which is great, which is yeah. great. I, so I, it, 
I, I've thought about reaching out to WWE to, to be one of the writers, but I mean, that's not an easy thing to do, but I've, I've thought about, I mean, I mean, you gotta, you know, know what's happening and I, I'll gladly be, I'll gladly feed you the information you need to succeed. (laughs) It's very easy to adapt. You know, we, you got a train montage. Like, (laughs) yeah, but you brought up briefly comic books and I want to talk about something that I read a little bit earlier and I'm very curious to know your take on it. Yeah. Um, for the upcoming Batman day, there's going to be no comic book. Hmm. Oh yeah. September 19th. There will be this is the first time I think ever there was there wasn't a comic book released. I wish we got a lot even, going on, but I could be wrong though. Not even digitally, nothing. Not even digitally. How long? I, do you know how long that this is like the first time in how many I'm gonna, years? I'm gonna actually pull up the article that I got it from because I saved it just to well, we make sure play. I was consistent with my information. Wow, that's crazy. Yeah, I read it and I was like, "What? I can't believe this!" And it was so timely that I read it. Right before we talk to you. In this day and age, like, you know, the world's on fire, you know, time doesn't make sense, God's dead. So it's just a whole bunch of like, what, mm-hmm. what to hear a Batman comic isn't coming out. I'm like, sure, throw it in the, throw that information in the <laughs> Right. So here it is. This is directly from, um, what is it? Games Radar website. And it says, DC explains why there's no Batman Day comic books. And uh, it reteams instead with Diamond for Mass to be distributed to places that normally would have the, the comic. Right. So they say uh, 11 days after announcing their plans, however, the publishers have emailed retailers to explain why they chose not to involve comic book stores in the original plans. Due to the ongoing uh, global health crisis this year's Batman Day will differ from our past uh, blowout celebrations. The statement reads, as with many recent events, we have pulled back from the physical elements of Batman's Day, which uh, there will be no printed comics for the Batman Day 2020. This year's Batman's Day will uh, run some digital content, uh, but they didn't say any really details of what that would be. And they said they have several physical elements such as theme masks and clothing that would be distributed at Walmart, Target, Amazon, Hot Topic, and uh, other connections with Funko and Lego. So they might have some products specifically with that instead of more so leaning towards the comic book. They might have more collectible-based items. They have a lot going on with Batman right now anyway. Detective Comics has an event going. You got uh, Heavy Metal. You got the Batman series has the Joker war going on right now. Oh, yeah, that's crazy. Then they got the, the story of the three Jokers that's out right now as well. So they got a bunch going on with Batman. And Robert Pattinson will personally text you. He's sorry. For <laughs> 19 on how, Batman. Do you, how do you feel about that? First of all, I want to break it into two questions. How do you feel about him being cast as Batman number one? And then how do you feel about him getting coronavirus of all things? I, I, I'm very excited. I think uh, I think physically Ben Affleck was my favorite just because he what is is hulking and it's like six foot three and okay. actually body Batman physically. Body wise, yeah, it does make sense. Yeah, like that physically. I like like I was telling my girlfriend because she asked me that too. God, everyone is very kind and asking me that and. Uh, I was like, right, but look at this montage from of 
uh, Batman vs Superman, and she's she needed a moment because he's this hulking dude, mm-hmm. you know. It and it's great, and I love that. And I don't think Pattinson will will be that, which is great for the story they're telling. I think he's perfect for the story they're telling, mm-hmm. um, and he's really talented dude he's really like yeah. Heath Ledger in proportions as far as like the pretty boy from this thing I'm like this guy has yeah. gone above and beyond proving himself that he's not the shiny vampire anymore uh and I and that trailer blew me away I I I, I, I will like get caught watching it in the other room <laughs> I'm just like are you watching the back? Yes, leave me alone. <laughs> the first trailer was good to me. I knew that he was the one with the first trailer. Like I was cool. like, oh yeah, the very oh, when they were doing the, the teaser with just the yeah. with the clothing, and he was just yeah. being Bruce. And I was like, if he looks so that, good, if he could be Bruce Wayne, he can most certainly be Batman because Bruce Wayne is not Bruce Wayne. He is Batman. Mm-hmm. Every he just acting like so. It's just like if he could do that. Then everybody was just ribbing on his outfits and shit, and I'm just like, eh, you know what? I think it's gonna do amazing. No, I know it's gonna do amazing because they don't understand the premise of this year two Batman. Mm-hmm. You feel me? So like, it's just like you, now you're getting into the settings and the mode. Like I like it just surprised me though that that uh, Ben Affleck Batman is your favorite Batman. Not like it's like he's a bad Batman. He said physically. Oh, physically? Yes. Okay. Physically, it makes more sense. Like Christian well, Bale. That- Cause it was kind of like a normal dude. I got Ben Affleck is like, he's big. He's yeah. a big guy. After, he's a massive dude. Just like when you said the, uh, the, uh, the return of the dark Knight. you know, when he got older and stuff like that. Yes. And, yeah. uh, bat, that's pretty much that, you mm-hmm. know, like, especially the Batman versus Superman moment. You feel yeah. me? So like, I understand. I could definitely agree. The body builds. Like I, I like how the movies do actually take from just the different comic books and actually try to put them into the actual design of we're going to work it into where we're trying to tell this story, but it's going to supplement other stories Yeah, to, to, to the design of the cinematic universe. Yeah. And, like, and as far as the COVID goes, man, I mean, that, yeah. that, that's, it's the wild West when it comes to that. So, you know, I, I got a COVID test today for the first time and I don't know if any of you have had that done. It's not fun. I, I'll tell you whatever you need to know. That is the to- the worst torture on the planet. Mm-hmm. And they have to like shove it in each nostril for five seconds and turn. And this doctor does the first one and he's like, all right, next one. I was like, give me a, give me a second. Yeah. Can I, I get my nose fully operational? I don't trust that. You're trying to swallow my brain matter. <laughs> some Egyptian hook shit. Oh, like, some like, emo <laughs> nah, nah, you're not going to use my DNA for the book of the dead. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I put my shit in the jar. Yeah, okay. like seriously. sinister. I never had one because I well, I factor it to like a couple of things because my body is actually it takes illness very well. It's like, oh yeah, give me the illness. Dude, you never, you so, never get sick. Yeah, it's like because once I get sick, it's like, oh yeah, we gon' we want this so we can beat your ass and then we can be stronger. <laughs> sell that shit you're gonna get stronger because like, you have it I really, <laughs> Honestly. no i really do and people are like you really recover really fast from that i'm like yeah no nah, dude i can attest i was sick like uh probably like two months ago 
And this dude, Caddy, came over here with like a bag full of shit for me. Yeah. He's like, nah, dude, you got to take this. You got to take this vitamin. You got to make sure you drink this. I was like, all yeah. right. Two days later, I was feeling like me again. I was like, yeah. But <laughs> my body naturally liked that, but I actually stay up on it, like increasing it more and more. So like, and then too, another thing I related to is that I heard that uh, blood type O is more resistant to that shit. Huh. Blood type. And mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, that makes a that. lot of sense. It's a lot about blood with this thing. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know. So I, I, I'm, I'm curious as to what they're doing for filming now, um, mm-hmm. you know, or what they're moving for. I know filming in general is um, tricky, but that's a, that is the grandest blow. you can think of. Um, <laughs> so I'm, I'm excited for them to get back to it, but uh, I, I just want them to be smart. And uh, I was like, Pattinson, if you like get, do the thing where you get it, get better and get back to it, but don't, don't rush it. Don't be, don't be dying on us. My God. Yeah. Hell no. Yeah. Can't have that. He had enough depth this year. I'll give you as we're, rest as in a, peace, Black Panther, rest in peace, press uh, chat with Bozeman. Absolutely. That, that celebrities don't affect me when, like it sucks. I'm like, dang, that re, like it can really, but that, that really hurt. That mm-hmm. really hurt. Not to make it a bummer, but I was like, my God. Uh, it really did. It, made, it almost made me change from Batman to Black Panther. I was like, you know what? I gotta, I gotta stop. <laughs> I hear that. <laughs> but uh, you know, nope. No, but going back to the to the trailer briefly, there's a guy that I follow on YouTube. His YouTube channel, I believe, is called Heavy Spoilers, and okay. he like goes through scenes or like films with like a fine tooth comb and he tells you all the easter eggs and shit that you might have missed when you're just watching the the trailer in like normal speed right like shout out to youtube for people like that because i would never have the patience and wherewithal to do something like that so shout out to you guys I follow like, a dude named Phone Flicks. He he breaks down movies as well. It's amazing. I love that dude. He breaks down all the horror Flicks. movies. Yeah. I, every time he come out with one, I will watch yeah. that. Like I watch the movie <laughs> itself. So informational. Basically, you watching the movie. Yeah, he, he, really into, is. he go into such great detail. Like in his explaining, like he don't even ruin it for you. He just like explain it in a way that makes you want to actually might watch it. watch yeah. it again. Yeah. yeah. You know what? I'm gonna get the I'm gonna get the audio version with you. Yeah, pretty and, much. Yeah. Yeah, I like Which that. Which is cool, cool because then when you tell other people, you look so awesome. When Hell you're like, yeah. oh, in that scene, <laughs> you know a lot, or you should get out more. You should right, so yeah, it's only two, two things. <laughs> you know a lot. You should probably get I'm out just, the house. I'm just, it's a, ran, it's a random tangent here, but I'm just looking at your hoodie, and like, and it makes me think of a video game I've been playing with my cousin lately online. Uh, Watch Dogs 2. <laughs> and there's a company called Plain Stock. And it's like, uh-huh. literally their hoodie looks exactly like that with that exact font. And it just says Plain Stock. That's interesting. Yeah, this is my old, this is my old job that doesn't even exist anymore. And I'm like, this is the most comfortable hoodie I have. And then uh, this, this, this is the like, plot from the matrix. This, yeah, this, yeah. yeah. No, this, it looks extremely comfortable and it's perfect. You said that. Cause like literally that's what that store in the game's lore is made for. It's supposed to be like comfort clothing. Oh, so like just a random tangent to tie it together. It's like recently yeah. yesterday actually was national video games day. Number one. 
and we yeah national video games day was yesterday and also september 9th was the 25th anniversary of playstation one yes so i would be very curious you know just around the room in general just some playstation one memories you had like even your first playstation one game you can remember putting a ton of work in on yes second three Beating ass and taking names. I had I had a hankering that you were gonna say. Final Fantasy VIII. Um, what else was there? There was a couple of games. Uh, Energies, inner and whatever it is. I'm gonna I'm gonna say a obscure one. And Croc, Croc. I know what you. I know what you're talking about. Oh shit! You played Croc to my joint. It was basically like you know, like PlayStation's Poor Man Super Mario. You know. It, it really was. I remember. I mean, I put time into that too. I, I remember. I remember not being able to afford a memory card, so I get as far as I could, and then have to start over the next day. I'm like, son of a. Nah, screw that. You just turn your TV off and keep the game on on pause. Yo, that's yo, what I used to do. That's what nah, Tyler nah, used to do. Oh, some real. <laughs> I used to hate. I used to try that shit with yeah. my play when I first got a PlayStation Two, and I used to get and I got Kingdom Hearts, mm-hmm. but they didn't buy me no goddamn memory card. So I had to play like the first month with like just getting up to like Hades Coliseum, putting it on pause because I got to fight Cerberus, leaving it on there. Then your parents coming through like, and they turn it off. Yeah, ain't supposed to be on. And I'm like, dude, you obviously see us on pause. Nah, dude. See, I took it to another level. I would take a piece of tape and put it over the light that shows you that it was powered on. So it looked like it was powered off. Sneaky. Dude, I'm, don't turn my game off. <laughs> I was so mad. I could do the first three hours of Grand Theft Auto 3 in my sleep because if I didn't have a goddamn memory card. Dude, <laughs> you got to make do it what you got. You're going to play that game. You're going to play that game. You think that's what really make you know what? you That, that would make you actually nice because yeah. you would you just have to repeat it over and over. Repeating it over and over again. And then even if you get further in the game, you just like, I have so much base experience. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Yeah, I'm yeah. coming through just, nope. <laughs> I know what this I, is. That's- I did that with, um, basically, I, I, I don't know if anyone else did this, but for PlayStation 1, mm-hmm. I got all of the demo discs. You know, yes. you get demo discs. Which I yeah. Yeah. So, you know what, so you know what to expect, dude. You know what to expect, but you've got, oh, oh, yes, 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 yes. I and got Tekken, the magazine. Tekken was the one where uh, I would play over and over and over again. Because you got uh, you beat Eddie Gordo. Yeah. Ken, who is the guy with the red with the big uh, what is blonde? Yeah, that's Ken. That's, Ken. No, that's Paul. 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 No. That's Paul Phoenix. And you and I would just make up. That's Slim Dim Do, right? Yeah, yeah you're right. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. That's Paul. Yeah. yeah, with with the freaking like blonde chef's hat hair. Yeah, <laughs> that's definitely Paul Phoenix for sure. Yeah. Paul and Phoenix wins. I'm like Eddie Gorga or Eddie Gordo, like my god. And then I would just Great play enough. that over and over and over again. And I just get all these demo discs and just I'm like, why get one game when I can just do 30 minutes of all these games? Like, why the hell not? Demos, dude, demos are a lost man. That's a lost treasure. We had an episode about that talking about demos. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, that was one of my favorite things. I used to sit there and wait for the magazine to come because I knew it had the demo disc on. Uh-huh. All right, uh-huh. so cut this in half. Now this is a push our podcast episode now. So. <laughs> <laughs> Games and shit. Yeah, no, seriously, because like I was just really curious about it because we hadn't had a chance to really chat since yesterday about the fact that it was National Video Game Day. So that's I was a like. Fact. 
why why not you know take this opportunity to include our buddy Matt as well since well, he's do a video the intro. Game do the push star intro. Oh, so now. we're just gonna jump right to all right, all right <laughs> screw it. <laughs> How are we giving it up? All right, screw it. In three, two, one. Yeah.